This is a Two CJs production. Welcome to my podcast series, all about my Catholic faith. This is a podcast to help my son and all young people learn more about what the Catholic Church teaches. My hope is that not only those close to me, but everyone will learn more about Jesus Christ and the Church that he started more than 2,000 years ago. This podcast will be true to the Catechism of the Catholic Church and the Holy Bible. We will follow a simple format during each of these podcasts. First, we will read some discussion questions to ponder during the lesson. We will then read a selection from the Bible that is related to the lesson. We will go through an explanation of what we just heard. Then we will move on to some questions and answers. The next segment will be a little bit more from the Bible. We will wrap up the lesson with the answers to the questions that we were thinking about throughout the lesson. So, let's get right into this lesson. This is lesson number two, God and His Perfections. We are still covering the Apostles' Creed, which is where we find the main truths about what Jesus taught the Apostles and what the Catholic Church teaches all of us still today. The first sentence of the Apostles' Creed says, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Let's continue to learn about what this means. Here are five questions to think about as we go through this lesson. What do we mean by God's perfections? What are some of God's perfections? Do humans have any of these perfections? Did God have a beginning? And can we hide from God? Let's start off with reading from the Bible. This is from the Gospel of St. Mark. It is from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, verse 35 through 39. And Jesus said to them, On that day, let us cross over to the other side. And sending away the crowd, they took him in the boat. And there arose a great storm. And the waves were beating into the boat, so the boat was now filling. And he himself was in the back of the boat, asleep. And they woke him and said to him, Master, does it not concern you that we are perishing? Then rising up, he said, Peace, be still. And the wind fell, and there was a great calm. So what can we learn from this lesson in the Bible? First of all, Jesus taught us about his Father. We can't see God, so Jesus showed us what God the Father is like by the way he acted and by what he told us. In St. John's Gospel, we read, No one has at any time seen God. The only begotten Son has revealed Him. Jesus is the only begotten Son, in case you didn't know that. In the Bible verse, we read, Jesus calmed the storm. By calming the storm, Jesus showed us that the Father knows all things. And even though Jesus was sleeping in the back of the boat, He knew there was a storm because Jesus is God and God knows everything. Jesus also showed us in that reading that God can do all things. A storm is very powerful, sometimes even more powerful than many bombs. Jesus, however, had more power and calmed the storm with only a few words. Peace. Be still. The third thing that Jesus showed us was that God is all good. He calmed the storm so no one in the boat would get hurt because he did truly love them. These three things that Jesus taught us are God's perfections. God knows all things. 
God can do all things, and God is all good. So now here are a few questions that you may have. I will certainly do my best to give you a great answer on what the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us. So what do we mean when we say that God is the supreme being? Well, when we say that God is the supreme being, we mean that he is above all creatures. What do we mean when we say that God is eternal? When we say that God is eternal, we mean that he always was and always will be, and that he always remains the same. What do we mean when we say that God is all-knowing? When we say that God is all-knowing, we mean that he knows all things, past, present, and future, even our most secret thoughts, words, and actions. So we may be able to hide things from other people, but we cannot hide anything from God. He knows everything. What do we mean when we say that God is all-present? When we say that God is all-present, we mean that he is everywhere. God is right here in this room with me. He's right there in the room with you. And even though we cannot see him, he is there always to help us and to protect us. Does God see us? God sees us and watches over us with loving care. And what do we mean when we say that God is almighty? When we say that God is almighty, we mean that he can do all things. You know, there's a limit to what man can do, but there is no limit to what God can do. He has all power. So now, here is a bit more from the Bible about God's perfections. St. Matthew shows us in his gospel that God is supreme. This is from Matthew chapter 4, verses 8, 9, and 10. Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence. And he said to him, All these I shall give to you if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this, Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. In Psalm 138, we see that God is all-knowing and all-present. I thank you, Lord, with all my heart. In the presence of the angels, to you I sing. Bow low toward your holy temple. I praise your name for your mercy and faithfulness, for you have exalted over all your name and your promise. On the day I cried out, you answered, you strengthened my spirit. All the kings of the earth will praise you, Lord, when they hear the words of your mouth. They will sing of the ways of the Lord. How great is the glory of the Lord! The Lord is on high, but he cares for the lowly and knows the proud from afar. Though I walk in the midst of dangers, you guard my life when my enemies rage. You stretch out your hand. Your right hand saves me. The Lord is with me to the end. Lord, Your mercy endures forever. Never forsake the work of your hands. And finally, St. Luke teaches us in his gospel that God can do all things. This is from Luke chapter 1, verses 35, 36, and 37. And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. Wow. Here are some more questions. See if you know the answers. These answers will either be yes or no, and some of them will be fill in the blanks. So, is the power of God limited? 
Well, as we learn, God is all-powerful. That means there's no limits on the power of God and what he can do. Does God see all things? Well, yes, we learn that. God is everywhere, and he does see all things. We cannot hide anything from God. Does God know everything we do? Again, he is everywhere. He's in the room with you. He's in the room with me. He's always watching over us, and he knows everything that we do. Some people say that God is only in church. Is that true? No. Again, remember, God is everywhere. He's in the room with you. He's in the room with me. He's outside. He's ever-present. He is everywhere. And is the future known to God? Well, no one can know the future except God, because God knows everything. So fill in the blanks here on these questions. We call God the blank being. That's right. We call God the supreme being. These three things God knows about us are most secret thoughts, words, and actions. God can do all things because he is what? That's right. God can do all things because he is all-powerful. God will always exist because he is what? God will always exist because he is eternal. And finally, because God is everywhere, he is what? Because God is everywhere, he is ever-present. Well, that will wrap up our lesson for today. I hope that you learned a little bit more about God. There are links to the Catechism of the Catholic Church and the Holy Bible and other helpful links on our website, 2cjs.com. Make sure that you take time to praise God and His perfections by going to Mass and thinking about what you have learned. Until next time, please pray for me and I will pray for you. God bless you and goodbye.